Welcome back to the 7020 Podcast. Uh, my name is Dustin. I'm Pete. Uh, so we have tried to do this podcast, I think, three or four times now. It is just this crazy topic, and I don't even really know how to get into it. But basically, it has something to do with evil and sin mm-hmm. and uh, and and just this epiphany of mine about what sin really is. And, uh, man, I've gotten some debates from a bunch of people about it, and it's been a weird conversation. But mm-hmm. uh, let's just start out with the difference between evil and sin. What do you think when you think about those two? And i got to tell you, man, evil, like if I said, hey, you're evil— Man, that is a visceral response. Mm. If I said you're sinful, mm. oh, that's that's kind of soft and fluffy. Mm. Oh, yeah, you know what? So is everybody else. We're right. all we're all sinners here. Mm. You know, so that's okay. But if you said you're evil, well, you're like a child molester, you commit murder or something like that, and somehow or another, which by the way, if we all go back to the Bible, there's no difference from God's perspective. Sin is sin. There's a difference from our perspective, mm-hmm. and we like it oh, like between that. Sin and sin oh, yeah, heck yeah, man. Okay. Between murder and right. like looking yep. at pornography, those two, yep. murder's bad. Right. Pornography, hey, man, you know, it's just something I'm trying to get over. Right. I'm trying to get a little bit better at it. I'm working on me. Right. Could you imagine if someone got up on stage and said, I'm a murderer, but hey, I'm working on that. You right. know, I'm just working on me. <laughs> It's a, it's a tendency I have. Yeah. I get a jawbone of an ass every now and then, and I slaughter a couple thousand people. It's just what I do. <laughs> You know, it's just my pro. I got an anger issue, but but the problem is, is like sin is looked at as this fluffy thing that it's okay to work on, and it's okay that you're you're struggling with it, and you're not winning, and all this other kind of fun stuff. And man, I, it it, it it's that reason why we're able to justify essentially a godless life, hmm. because what what'll happen is is someone will say, well, you know, well look at Joe over there, he's a really good guy. Hmm. He you know he he volunteers on the weekends. He um, he hikes mountain with orphan children who he carries on his back because they have no legs. He's the most amazing. The he's the most amazing person on the planet. Kids. He's also an atheist. Hmm. So take that, Christian, because I've seen what your people do, right? And and the problem is, is that now this is this is held up as is awesome, hmm. and like this stuff that the Christians do is now bad. Hmm. Anyways, this this whole conversation comes together, hmm. right? And it's all related. And it's related in this weird way that I'm going to get into in a moment. But just just out of curiosity, when I say that to you, what do you think about that? Yeah, and so like you said, I mean, this is my third time giving this answer too. You know, so I've got it real refined <laughs> at this point. But <laughs> no one, uh, no one will hear the buried tapes of no, the previous no, no. versions of this. It was no, horrible, exactly. It was horrible. But no, I want to say, um, you know, because. We we do and and just just to put it out there, Dustin and I do differ a little bit on this. Um, that's something we're going to talk about too. But my my view generally of the difference between sin and evil is that sin, because I do believe there's a difference, um, is that evil is what I've determined is premeditated. Um, you're you're seeking to destroy good, which if we define good as something uplifting, um, it's prosperous, it's it's beneficial. Um, evil is the exact exact opposite. So you're you're deliberate. That's that's the key word for me. Is you're you're choosing. Whereas one would choose to do good things, you're choosing to deliberately um, detriment or or tear down um, mm-hmm. good structures. Premeditated, or good people, right? Yeah, and like you said, I mean, you use the example of self defense. I don't personally think if someone comes at you with a knife and you kill them that that's evil because you weren't meditating on that. You you're know right. what I mean? You yeah. weren't you weren't saying okay. If if someone comes, I hope someone attacks me so that I can kill him, or something like that. Right? You know, so you're not actively seeking to destroy that person's life. Quite the opposite. So, so no, no, we can get in. The, so let me let bit, me but. ask you a question from a Christian <clears throat> perspective: Is it even necessary to have a differentiation between evil and sin? 
Yeah. Why? Because, be, because if you look at the original sin, evil was already present in the world. It just wasn't present in human culture yet. So humans hadn't chosen sin over God at, at this point in time until the original sin. However, evil still existed in the world. So there was a clear difference. When you're sinning, you know, we can say that that's evil. We can say whatever you want, whatever you want to say, but choosing evil, you know, versus choosing good, I think is different because you're, you're actively, it, it, whatever you say about, you know, works and all these things where if you have an atheist takes the orphan kids to the mountaintop for whatever right. reason, yep. that, that it's, it's still not actually, you know, quote unquote good. I'll agree with that. But, no, no, no. Before we even go there, mm-hmm. but seriously, is there, yeah, because, is there yes, from a Christian perspective, from a God perspective, mm-hmm. so you're God, yeah. is there a difference between sin and evil? Yeah. Not according to the Bible. According to the Bible, it's all equal. Sin is, but you're saying that sin is evil, which is where no, we differ. No, you're saying that at some point there is a gradient of sin. There's like sin over here. Mm. I look at pornography. Sometimes mm. I cuss at my mom. And no, I no, murdered no. my neighbor and buried him in the backyard because I wanted to for fun. I'm not saying that there's a gradient. I'm saying that... Well, this I'm, is sin, right? But I'm saying I'm not convinced that all sin is evil. I'm saying that no, no, choosing... Not, no, you're actually making my point, right? Mm-hmm. That Let me put it this way. Okay. Evil is sin, right? Let's at least agree to that. Yes. Okay. And then things that can... So it's a sufficient necessary argument, right? So it's sufficient for... Uh, for um, uh, for sin to be uh, sin, oh, I'm horrible at these. So, anyways, <laughs> so, but but it's but it's in other words, sin. Our evil has to have sin in it, but it's not necessarily evil if it's sin. Yes, right. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Okay, but from God's perspective, all sin is the same. Yes, both evil contain or sin evil containing sin and sin not not a part of evil. Yes. So, from God's perspective, there is no gradient. But you're there still, is no differentiation. You still have to make a distinction. Your wording. Well, no, I, I no, see what you're saying. Why do you have saying. to make a distinction? Because I I see exactly a hundred percent what you're saying. And I think from the American legal system, you do. That's fair. Okay, right. We well, shouldn't punish everybody the same. But no, from, no, no. But from the it has nothing to do with the scale of sin. Okay, that, that doesn't matter at all. It all comes down to we are saying. Okay, so you're saying it doesn't matter what the sin is. God views all sin the same. And if we sin, that's evil, right? Right. I'm saying I don't think that. I'm saying I don't think if we sin, it's all evil, regardless of the magnitude of sins in humans' perspective. I'm I'm saying that a person who doesn't know Christ and says, you know, it's, it's, let's let's put someone in Asia. You know, I don't even want to go Africa or anything, but just just picture somewhere in the world where they they haven't ever heard of Christ yet, and they say, okay, I'm. If they lie or if they do something in our eyes that's petty, you know, we can talk about that scale, but it's petty to us. They're not deliberately choosing to do evil. So I do not think that their sin is an evil, even though if we got up to where, okay, you can say, okay, you never murder someone with that same philosophy that I just used for the lie. If you ever murder someone, it is premeditated evil, right? That's what I'm saying. But I'm, not, I'm just, yeah, or but we I, could even go greater. I mean, I, you I'm, could even I'm say... I'm just saying from a Bible standpoint, mm-hmm. there literally is no difference from God's perspective. The 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 uh, punishment is the same, mm-hmm. whether you murder your neighbor for friend, uh, mm-hmm. for fun and cut him up and put him in the backyard, mm-hmm. like and you thought that was hilarious, or you lied to your neighbor, right? Mm-hmm. From God's perspective, the punishment is literally exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So if the punishment fits, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the crime... 
sure. then the crime is bad. It's as bad as bad gets. Sin is as bad as it gets. Yeah, but I still think evil is premeditated. Uh, it could, fine, right? Like if you're saying, well, or I think it's, I think it's deliberate. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But from God's perspective, there's no, there's no gradient, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's sin. Mm-hmm. It is sin. So whether you want to, from a linguistics perspective, mm-hmm. say, well, here on our world, we're going to say premeditated is mm-hmm. more uh, deliberate. I want to use right. That word evil instead. is deliberate sin, mm-hmm. and this is other thing that's sin. Okay, so, so I, that's fine. But from God's perspective, it, 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 it's all the same, right? And here, here, here's, what, here's where I get a little here, – here's what I think is interesting. Original sin is the rejection of God's plan, God's strategy, God's – it's a rejection of God. Right. Okay. So what happened was is, um, you know, Eve's chilling in the, in, in, in the garden, and she, you know, goes over the – goes the tree of good mm-hmm. – or tree of the knowledge of good and evil – and uh, it says prior to that, prior to her uh, having her interaction with with uh, with the with the serpent, hmm. prior to that, it says, "Hey, God, uh, God had made several things in the garden that were pleasing to the eye and good to eat." Hmm. What's interesting is that is the exact same description of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hmm. It's pretty. It's good to eat. Hmm. So it says it says that she saw it. And she saw that it was it was pretty, it was delightful, and that it was good to eat, and it was good for gaining wisdom. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is not a bad thing, right? Right? We would all, like I said, there's a whole book in the Bible all dedicated to wisdom. So yep. wisdom itself is not a bad thing. So getting wisdom is not a bad thing. Yep. Right. Um, the the thing that she was looking at was not evil. It was not bad. It was not sin. In other words, if you said what does sin look like, it didn't look like any of those things. It looked like a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right, but the problem was is she was told not to do it, and she was told not to do it, which is one way of think of it this way: God had a plan; mm. she chose a different plan. Mm. Right, God's plan was for her not to do it. Her plan, which she chose for herself to get the thing that she wanted, she chose that. Right. So, so this, with that same example, we both agree that what she did was sin. But where we differ is, I'm saying this is perfect. I'm saying her choosing to take a different path than what God said was not evil. Oh, but here's the fun part, okay? It was still a sin. From from that sin. It just wasn't deliberately evil. All of man's atrocities mm-hmm. have happened. Sure. So here, here's my argument. But argue. not, all, not all human beings have been sane. Not all of them have been, you know, okay, well, there is, schizophrenic. The, right. Or, there there is know. this model of – so so here, here's the problem. The problem is, is that whenever you say, well, what is evil? Hmm. And you say, well, what is sin? If you go if you go and talk to people, there's this thing called cognitive dissonance, yep. and cognitive dissonance basically says that I can't hold two ideas that are opposing each other in my mind. Mm-hmm. Right? I will do whatever it takes to make them okay. So, for example, I am a good person, yet I just stole. Mm. Okay, good people don't steal. I know this. Mm. This has caused a schism in my mind. Mm. So, let's say uh, let's say the person I stole from was the government, mm. and how did I steal from them? I, I I cheated on my taxes. Right. But then I say to myself, but the government wastes so much money, and they do such a poor job of of spending my money, and I don't like two of the things they spent their money on last year, and they're just all liars and cheats. Therefore, it's fine. Right. Right. So now I'm a good person again. Right. Because my stealing from the government is now okay Hmm. because I justified it with all this other stuff. So from my perspective, I actually didn't do anything wrong. Right. It has to be that I didn't do anything wrong because if not, I'm insane. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't hold these two concepts in my mind at the same time. Now, schizophrenics can. Hmm. They can absolutely be two completely different things simultaneously and it causes all kinds of problems. right? Right. But for your average, normal, sane person, 
they have to justify it. Mm. So what I'm trying to get at is from a sane person's perspective, they don't sin, right? They just, they deserved it. It was, it, you know, I lied to that person, but to be honest, that person lies all the time and whatever and so on and so forth. They will create a framework in which it's okay. And that framework will be their undoing because here's what I'm, here's what I'm trying to get at. And, and here's the conversation that we sort of have been having, right? Mm. Well, there's evil in the world and there's sin in the world. What my argument is, and even today, right now in this room, it all can be boiled down to one thing. And that one thing is original sin. Mm-hmm. And that is, am I going to wait for God to give it to me, or am I going to go get it myself? Mm-hmm. Everything that has ever happened that is bad in the world is this same question. It's the same question that's been going on since the beginning of time. It's the same sin. It's the same sin. What were so? For example, can we both say the Holocaust is evil. Well, here's the funny thing about it, right? The guy who turned the knob, mm-hmm. he actually didn't think he was evil. Right, but what was he thinking that you're you're saying? Even though he didn't think he was doing evil, he was still sinning, correct? Oh, he was totally sinning. Okay, right? so so what was he thinking? He was going to get from that that God wasn't going to give him. That's that's what that's the line I'm drawing. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because I think that's just pure evil. I agree with you that he was sinning, but I don't think there, he. I okay. think he was just doing pure Be, evil. Because because that wasn't the first <laughs> in a series of dominoes to fall. He didn't wake up one day being a good Christian, and then suddenly he's flipping a switch and I'll switch, right? Mm-hmm. There is a series of changes that happened over time, mm-hmm. right? So Germany is totally screwed coming out of World War I. It's really bad. They're, they're, the economic sanctions on this country are crushing them. They are not going to make it. It's, uh, a guy comes along, a very charismatic guy. He finds the evil person. The evil person is causing all of these problems for them. And that evil person is these Jewish people. Gotcha. Right? And by the way, let me tell you about all the ways that this is true. And they're not even human. And so it becomes a series of decisions. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not the first one. It's not the, – the first one wasn't flipping the switch. Right. Right? The first one was, well, that doesn't sound right. Or, you know what? I'm not really worried about people hurting me because God's got me. But basically now we're saying sin is able to transcend all of these different hierarchies, you know what I mean? So if it starts with, say, Hitler deciding, you know, basically the original sin model that he's not going to be able to get whatever, so he has to take it into his own hands, he the, the person who ends up pushing the button has now transcended the sin hierarchy to where his motives are the exact same as Hitler's without having to actually commit sin. No, no. no so, so, so this, what I'm trying to make the argument is from their perspective, they're mm-hmm. not committing sin. Right, but his his internal framework is nothing like what Hitler's is. It's just a matter of command. He's still doing evil, but he's not choosing to sin the same way Hitler is. No, he absolutely is. So all of them chose, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to get what I need because right. God's not going to take care of me. And we can talk about the Milgram experiment anyway, but just to make everyone aware, we are aware of that. And yeah, absolutely. understand how that impacted yeah, the psychological no, uh, aspect. So. so so, and that was part of it, right? Which was, you know, this is really... But in the... In the, in the Authority is part of the or is part of the question, but mm. e- even then, it's a series of decisions you're making, right? Right, and I promise you that. By the way, and I would argue the Milgram experiment wasn't actually sin, right? So because you're not actually hurting anybody, mm. you didn't think you were hurting anybody, and then the guy starts yelling, but the guy's telling you, "Hey, this is all part of the deal. Right. Like we've got this under control. You trust that guy, right? Right? You're in America. No one's going to let you kill anybody. Right? All that's part of the the framework that you're in, right? But 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 this idea of Hey, listen, um, 
those guys over there are evil because they're they're keeping from me what I want, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take it from them, right? So that's sort of the initial, like, those guys are bad. Yep. I'm the good guy. Let me tell you how I'm the good guy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go get it from them. Versus what Jesus is constantly saying, which is, God's got you. Like, are you worried about what you're going to eat tomorrow? No, you don't actually have to lie at work tomorrow. You know why you don't have to lie at work tomorrow? Because I got you. Right. Oh, you know what? You, you, uh, you're going to cheat on your taxes a little bit so you can have a little extra money? Well, you actually don't have to do that because mm. I've got you. Right. Oh, you're not going to pay your tithe? You're not going to do that because you, you, you're worried about where it's going to come from? So you're going to keep that money so that you can do whatever you need to with it? Don't worry about it. God's got you. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, you know what? Uh, you, you're, you're, um, your wife's not really loving you like you thought she would whenever you guys got married, so you're going to go cheat on her because you're going to go get what you want. Mm. Right? Don't worry about that. God's got you. It's all a decision where you're... Where you, it's that initial decision of, does God got me, hmm. or do I have to go get it? So let me ask you this. You're using, in all of those examples, cognitive dissonance, which you, you're obviously talking a lot about. So if someone is able to convince themselves that... If someone's able to to convince themselves that what they're doing is right, because you're saying that's actually a sane way of, of processing information... You know, that's right. That's a very normal thing to do, is, is exert cognitive dissonance. It's it's still evil, even though they're not deliberately choosing to do it. They chose in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then a series of decisions follows. Right, right. So it's not it's not the we're not. So you're saying at point A, yes, at they point chose, A, where they said, you know what, I'm and just what, gonna, what was the sin and say the cheating example? It could have been anything. They could have said uh, like they walked into a candy store and are you know as a kid and they stole something. They're like, you know what, I don't trust that I'm going to get what I want out of life, so I'm going to go take it from someone else. Okay. Right, and now that suddenly becomes something that they know how to do, and it becomes something that didn't have any consequences, as far as they mm-hmm. could tell. Right, but they made a choice, mm-hmm. and this is what I keep coming back to: they're making choices, mm-hmm. and and you you mentioned, and this is a big debate, frankly, and in, in the Christian atheist space, right, is this person in Asia, right, who um, Christians believe that that God reveals themselves to people, whether we go and tell them about Christ or not. Like Age of there is, yeah, there is a sense of good, a right and wrong written into the human heart, mm-hmm. right? And and there is a rejection of that, mm-hmm. right? You think about warlords, mm. it's the same concept. I'm not going to get what I want, so I'm going to go take it from someone else, mm. right? This system's not working for me, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go do something about it. And that can be done in really good ways, mm. <laughs> like voting, right? Uh, or it can be done in really horrible ways, right? Where you hurt someone in order to get what you want. And so it, I, I just bring it all the way back to the two things that Jesus said. Mm. And one of them is, um, have no other God before me, right? Love, love your God with all your heart and have no other God before me. And then the other one is love your neighbors yourself. Mm. The first one is sort of required for the second one. Mm. So what we say is, is that anything that you put, anything that, excuse me, where you think you get your provision is become, will become an idol on your heart, guaranteed. Over time, it will become an idol on your, your heart. heart. And it will it will supplant God, okay? So if you uh, love your family, loving your family is a good and beautiful thing. But if that becomes where you get your identity, if <clears throat> your wife telling you she loves you back is the is required for you to continue to tell her tell her that you love her, then that's not God kind of love, because mm. God says forgive your brother seven times seventy, right? The only kind of love that will do that is God kind of love. Mm-hmm. The other kind of love is a manipulative love. So that's what we talked about in the model last time, right? And even though the world would look at that and say, that is love, outside of God, it is not love. It is a way to manipulate your environment to get what you want. 
And that's the problem. If you reject God, even the things that are good, that seem good, are not good because they're used to manipulate your environment to get what you want. And the type of love that you can get from God and thus give to others, you get from God and then you give to others, is a type of love that doesn't require reciprocity. Right. Right? Agreed. And if you kind of go back to this idea of manipulating your environment, that is, that is, that is what I, Eve did. Mm. She said, you know what? I'm, I don't think I'm going to get what I want from God, so I'm going to go get what I want from God. I'm going I'm to do something to my environment to get, to get what it is that I think that I need. And this is what I'm trying to get at. Apart from God, even things that are good and beautiful are sin. Mm-hmm. And that's – man, that is, that is hard to wrap your mind around. And I've had conversations with multiple people. But the Bible says that a, a good tree will bear good fruit. A bad tree – or a good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. It's not possible. Yeah, I think Alan Watts, if you ever listen to him, mm. he once uh, – this really great thinker in the 1900s, he once said something along the lines of um, when the wrong man uses the right means, then the right means work in the wrong way. Okay, so so that's the really – I like that because mm. what's really interesting about that is – well, first of all, was he a Christian? Because that pretty much nails. Yeah, pretty much nails it. Okay, know. so he's got some good things to say. You should look into him. I will. Uh, but that that's sort of that's sort of exactly what I'm trying to say is is it's not the thing that sets the context of good and bad. Yep. And it's not even the thing or who it's done to that mm-hmm. sets the context of good and bad. It is the person doing it mm-hmm. that sets the context of good and bad. So, for example, if I use love to manipulate my wife to get what I want while she experiences it, because I'm really, let's say I'm really, really good at it and she doesn't know. And I'm really like, she has no idea. Mm-hmm. As far as she's concerned, she has an incredibly loving husband. But as far as I'm concerned, I, I, if I don't get what I want from her, I'm out of here. Right. right. But she hadn't figured that out yet. So from her perspective, it's good. Right. She's having a good life. She feels loved. Love itself is good. But in this scenario, it is bad because good and evil is set at the context of the person doing the thing, the doer of the deed, not the deed and not who it's being done to. So then nothing's actually inherently good is what you're saying. Nothing is inherently good. Matter of fact, anything apart from God is inherently bad. How How is anything inherently evil then? How is anything inherently evil? Yeah. Uh, no, that's what I'm trying to say. Anything apart from God is inherently bad. Right. But if you if you say that everything is in, quote unquote, the eye of the beholder or the, the heart of the person doing the deed... So it can actually be good. Well, this is you... this is the gun debate. Gun debate in a nutshell: mm. is a gun good, just sitting on a table, or is it bad, sitting on a table? Right, but it can go the exact opposite way. Why is it then bad if it's not good? You know what I mean? It's it's neither the the thing is is neither good nor bad. But then we can use that to to uh, argue against the the when the, I take the conversation it, when I take it in my hand and I shoot somebody out of malice. Mm-hmm. Then the thing that I did and the tools that I used to do it are certainly bad, right? Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. The problem that we're talking about, though, is is that as I'm trying to tell you the thing is not good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's it requires yeah, ac- action. I totally right? agree. It's sort of like Schrodinger's cat. What? <laughs> you know the the physics experiment is the cat dead or alive <laughs> in the box? Well, no one knows until they open the box. The box is uh, rather rather excuse me to get this right. In the in the physics uh, physics uh, mental uh, experiment, mm. the cat is both dead and alive. It mm. literally is both, mm. and it's neither. And, and we don't know what it is until you open the box. Mm. Then it is. Mm. And if you and uh, uh, you know, I talk a lot about quantum physics, but there's some there's some 
there's some really go look up the double slit experiment if you really want to sort of get this but things may not even really exist in With the light. universe right yeah i've seen it a until there's an observer of the thing right right Ob observation and impacts the physical reality yep. so to my to your question yes there's an observer that person is an integral part of the equation mm -hmm. without them it is neither good nor bad mm -hmm. it just is it just exists. Mm -hmm. And so whenever a person decides, right, they're, they're either going to go with God's plan, which is really simple. God's going to take care of me no matter what. Therefore, I don't have to do anything to you. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, I Oh, man, we didn't hit our numbers this year at, 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 at my job. I mean, I could probably just make a little change to the spreadsheet. It'll look like we hit our numbers. We'll make it up in the first quarter next year. I know we've got some things coming. Or is God going to take care of me? Mm-hmm. Right? Do I lie? Do I cheat? Or is God going to take care of me? Mm -hmm. Right? Now, from day one in the Garden of Eden, that was the question. Mm -hmm. And it'll always be the question. And I think if you, if you go back, anyone who's ever done evil, at some point, the dominoes started to slide whenever they said, you know what? I got to do it. I got to get it. I got to have this thing. And they may use things that look really good to get it, or they may do things that are really bad to get it. But they're both bad outside of God. When you reject God, sin, you know, they, they said in the Bible that, that, um, that the devil is, he was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think most of us think we're okay because the things we do aren't ugly. Mm -hmm. They're not evil, mm -hmm. right? So we're, we're okay. And what I'm telling you is, is that when you, when you sit down and you look at pornography, what you're saying is, is that I don't think that I'm going to get what I need. I'm going to go get it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it from these images who was taken from some woman, right? Who is, I don't think anyone wakes up as a seven-year-old little girl and says, God, I can't wait to be a porn star, mm -hmm. right? Um, so there's, someone's being taken advantage of and you vicariously are taking advantage of that person. Mm -hmm. So you're getting what you want. So that worked out well for you. Mm -hmm. But that's because you didn't believe God was going to give it to you, right? Right. Because if you honestly believe God's going to give it to you, then just wait, man. Yeah. Have some patience. Yeah. Be a man. Um, and I know that's a, that's a tough thing to say, but you, you, you get into it all over the place, right? And if you just go back and read all the stuff that Jesus was talking about, and you start to see this decision over and over and over again, he's constantly posing this decision. So the rich man approaches Jesus and said, what must I do to enter the kingdom of heaven? He says, well, you know, follow all this and that. And he says, well, man, I've been doing that since I was a kid. He goes, okay, well, give up all your stuff and come mm. follow me. And he goes away. Well, there's a reason. Because for him, his money was on the throne of his heart. And mm. what he was going to do with that money was on the throne of his heart. And so he chose his stuff, his way of getting things done versus God's way of getting things done. Yeah. And man, it just, it really sort of blew me away as we sat there, as I sat there in church and I, I didn't want to hear this. This wasn't something I was looking... It wasn't even part of the message. But God was... <laughs> I always hesitate to say that. The reason... How I, how I decide whether or not I think God's talking to me is, is it something that I wouldn't have said myself or maybe even don't want to know? And does it align with the Bible? And um, because I have to be nuts to tell myself something I don't want to know. <laughs> right. Right. But I was just struck by the idea that that uh, sin is beautiful. And that, that guy who carried totally the kids agree. up the top of the mountain, if he did it without God, then he did it in sin, even though it was a good thing. Agreed. 
And man, that is that's the basic argument. So, and I and I and I see a lot of kids get tripped up on this. They'll go out in the world and they meet a lot of good people, and they go, "Well, well that guy's not a Christian. He's a he's a good person." And all I can tell you is, is that whatever they do, if they do it apart from God, who is the definition of good, mm-hmm. then it is a bad thing. Yeah, it is not a good thing. Even though it looks like a good thing. It's bad. It's just not evil. <sighs> yeah, fair enough. But from God's perspective, it's, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I would, I would even argue from our perspective, it doesn't matter. And, and I would also argue that the differentiation there is what gets people into evil. Right? Because once you say, well, that's, that's just sin. That's no big deal. And I really – I don't want people to beat themselves up about it at all. But I do want you to take your sin seriously. Yeah. Right? For sure. That I want you to start to think about it as a rejection of God's will for your life. Yep. And and by the way, he wants good for you. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, right? <laughs> he wants good for you. So if you're choosing something else, I promise you it is not as good as what God wants for you. Yeah. Guaranteed. Absolutely. And and it's evil. It's bad. When you reject God and you choose your own path, man. That is a slippery slope. I'm not saying everybody's going to turn out to be a murderer, but I promise you a lot of stuff starts getting really easy. That, that oh, well, that really worked out. It was no big deal. We'll just keep doing that. And every time you make that choice, you're saying, well, not, God, I'll call you when I really need you. Is it possible for this – is, this is what I was struggling last week when you presented this in the men's group. Is it, Because it's, it's very easy to have this argument if we're talking about someone who's outside of faith. If, if we're saved and we have the Holy Spirit living in us who in turn convicts us of, of things that aren't in line with what God tells us to do, is it possible for um, someone to have Christ in their hearts and continue rejecting God ultimately until they do evil? Okay. Or do you think the Holy Spirit would intervene before that so, happened, so this no is, matter how long it took? So they this, just wouldn't let him progress, you know what I mean? This is a version <clears throat> of once saved, always saved, Right. This is a version of once saved, always saved. This is essentially what you're asking. Mm-hmm. I'm saved by Christ. Am I good? Mm-hmm. I'm also also struggle with if you're saved by Christ and you've been given a new, you've been given a new, you're a new creation in Christ. Mm-hmm. Then you're a good tree. So how do you produce bad fruit? Mm-hmm. And um, and and I I really struggled to sort of reconcile that a little bit because and then in yeah, theory, how did you? right? So I here's the way I think about it. Um, and I and I'm. And I want to be clear, I'm, I'm still doing some biblical work on this, right? But Fair enough. There, there, is the, there is the habit that we talked about. Hmm. Like you're unconsciously competent at manipulating the world to get what you want. You're unconsciously competent at that. And because you're unconsciously competent, you may do continue to do things and try to manipulate the world to get what you want. Now – Sanctification is a process of the Holy Spirit going, hey, psst, be conscious of that now. Mm-hmm. Don't do that anymore, right? So you're probably going to still continue to do some stuff unconsciously until the Holy Spirit intervenes or until you actually put a lot of your own personal time and effort into, into recognizing these things. Or like we talked about last time, start practicing your religion. I mean, don't you think the Auschwitz guard was unconsciously competent at pushing the button? Okay, no. Um, it, not, not, here, here's what I hear. Okay, so, so you've got a guy... Um, at some point he has to say to himself, mm. uh, no, God, I'm tired of doing it this way. Right? 
and, and, and I think you can be saved, and I think you can still go, you know what, screw this stuff. This is just too hard, I'm out. And then you're literally telling God no. Mm-hmm. And I think you can reject God after you've accepted him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Bible says that even doing so, you really, I mean, you're not blaspheming. You know, there's, there's nothing that would make the Holy Spirit exit your life unless you do that. He is not a person who... I mean, fl- you can tell God no. You can tell him to screw off all you want, but unless you're he, t- saying he, you don't believe in him, that you don't want the Holy Spirit anymore, then... He is not a person to stay uh, unwelcomed. Sure, but he's not going to permanently leave. It's, it's like dormancy. Um, no, uh, and I, I will have to look this up, but there is a verse in the Bible that says you can, you can basically... Through blaspheme. You can, no, well, you can say, you can hold the guy off enough, and he'll just, he'll stop knocking. Hmm. Um, and again, I'll, I'll look up the, I'll look yeah, up no, the verse. No, you're right. I, I know that. Uh, um, actually, I would like to know but, but, verbatim. But that's not something that's going to sneak up on you. You're not going to be like, oh, wow, I actually, I accidentally rejected God. I didn't even know it. It's the same thing with the argument about having the, you know, taking the mark of the beast and that kind of stuff. It's not going to be, everybody's like, oh, they're going to put in their credit card. And you're not going to know. If you don't know, <laughs> then you didn't take the mark of the beast. That's literally, you have got to make the choice. Right. I reject God and I take the mark, right? I've never heard that. Oh, yeah, man. It was all big in the, <laughs> like, uh, the social security number. There was conspiracy theories about how that was going to be the mark. And, um, mm. But you, you it, it, again, because it's the same question over and over again. Do you reject God? Do you take his plan for your life? Or are you going to go try to create your own, right? And it's over and over the same question, over and over and over and over again. Now, like we were saying before, you may be unconsciously competent at making those decisions, which is really not good, uh, and you should stop. Mm-hmm. And you will stop if you start practicing your religion. You, you will become consciously com- or unconsciously competent at your religion. Right now, you're unconsciously competent at the world. Or you will come to some point in your life where you say, I'm tired of even trying. Screw this stuff. I'm going back. I'm going back to the matrix. Put me back in, man. Haven't we all done that as Christians, though? Uh no, I, have. I don't. Uh, yeah. Did what, and what did you do when you came back? But that's the point: is that I was able to come back because God didn't abandon me. No, you. <laughs> the offer. I mean, there was a point in my life where I, the, I told God I was, you know, yeah, and screw it, I'm out. I'm sort of glad not, you did. Not that I, not that I'm, you know, like, but just that I'm, I'm choosing to to live my own life for now, and I understand what you say, and I understand what I say, and I'm choosing what I say. I mean, there's a time I've done that. Yeah. And do you think you were saved at that point? Yeah, because I felt convicted about it. So uh, Eve knew God. Mm-hmm. She walked around with him. She had a good old time, right? Like she, they literally had conversations in the garden, hanging out. And she chose, knowingly chose, God, that's your plan. I'm taking my plan. And then she was not saved. What makes you different? nothing. Now, the offer of salvation will remain, but you do have to take it again. Yeah. If you reject God. Now, if you, if you're, you know, you're practicing your religion, Holy Spirit's convicting you, and you're working through your stuff, Mm -hmm. well, you're not rejecting God. You're not perfect. You're still screwing stuff up left and right, but you're like, man, I don't really want to do that again. Oh, man, I'm sat down in front of them and watch porn again. I, I really... Do not want to do this anymore. Right. I'm addicted. I've got a problem. I got to try to solve this. Maybe I need to get some help. Whatever it is, like I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, that's not the same thing as you know what? Screw you, God. I'm done even trying. I'm this is I'm out. This is a totally different conversation. 
And you're not going to accidentally do that. You will do that because you meant to do it. Mm -hmm. So anyways, we got to wrap this one up. But I just want people to really sort of think about... I couldn't find the verse, by the way. <laughs> it's in there. We'll, we'll yeah, put it in the show. It is. I've right? it, yeah. But, but I really want people to think about... Just think about some of the choices you're making and, and, and as a thought experiment. Don't beat yourself up too much. But as a thought experiment, just ask yourself, am I willing to wait on the Lord? Am I trying to take something too soon? Is what I'm doing bad? Right? Am I manipulating someone? Am I lying about something? Am I cheating? And then just ask yourself, well, should I wait? Should I wait on the Lord? And, uh, and recognize that whenever you consciously choose, you're, you're doing the same thing Eve did. Mm -hmm. And it may be for a beautiful thing, yeah. like to get married or to have a girlfriend or to feel an emotion or to feel loved. So you want to have sex, so you go get it. And by the way, sex makes you feel like you've, you've got love. Yeah. Apart from God, you don't. Yeah. At least not the kind that you need yeah, we don't to survive a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and and that and again, and so that's the core question. It's the same question. It's been the same question that's been asked since the beginning of time, which is, are you willing to wait on the Lord? Or are you going to go get it yourself? Right. And if you think about it like that, I think it really started, it changes, it casts a new light on a lot of some of the daily decisions we make that we call sin, that that's just okay. You know, I'm working on myself. But it call it like it is. And I think when you start calling it like that, it may start to change your life. Agreed. I know it started to change mine. So Mine as well. All right, guys. Well, you spend another however long, 30, 40, 50 Keep listening to this minutes. podcast yeah. if you want to further that process. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, be sure to uh, check us out next week. Thanks. Catch you later.